You are listening to Crunch Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas! Welcome to Crunt Fresh, your place for Yuletide Follies and Evergreen products. I am the ghost of Christmas past, Ian. Um, it's me, Alex. Right now we're all um, animated like the peanuts and we're like sliding down a hill and there's like Christmas lights and stuff. Yep. Uh, Linus is here with me. We're leaning on the stone wall. We're talking yep. about consumerism and we're just a big advertisement for Coca-Cola. So get out there and drink that. Who is that? Is that Snoopy? Oh, it's me, little Snoopy. You got uh, Hanko, Hanko over here. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm a little Snoopy doo. Uh, don't mind me, just with my little two feet and the little aviator, fine little doghouse or whatever Snoopy does. Yeah, it's like a Christmas Carol peanuts. Uh, uh, Charlie is haunted by uh, the ghost of Christmas past. He uh, is depressed, so I'm here to show him that he wasn't depressed uh, another christmas he's depressed so there's uh, sad jazz piano music the whole time i just watched like a whole, i listened to a whole podcast about just that episode the christmas special it's crazy what they that made a special whole was about that that was like yeah it, it was like such a short production time and like it was just a big advertisement for coca-cola <laughs> and at the same time the whole episode preaches like anti-consumerism so it's this insane like and it was also the most marketable product like in the 50s and 60s like everybody across the world knew who peanuts were it's just a it's an absolute joke of a, of a special it's very sad times that's why people are related to it yeah <laughs> I wonder if Charles Schultz was alive, if he would like roll in the grave, knowing we're making a podcast about products and, and like confections. And He's stuff. like, oh, silly, stupid Charlie Brown, whatever. Actually, what are they doing? What are they just selling their wares? Biden by consumerism laws. We'd probably be like sponsors for that. If like he was still doing that, I'd call him up instead of Coca Cola. I'd be like, Crunch Fresh will uh, pay for this. <laughs> Buy our ads. Wait. Okay, so we should get the Calvin and Hobbes guy. Oh, Bill Watterson? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's going to be interested. He doesn't want to syndicate that thing anymore. Um, okay. Wait, really? Yeah, he won't let anyone make it into a movie or anything. He says that they'll mess with the characters. Oh, but they he will sell those little... those little to, like, Sony or something. Do those little PP guys with the little dude and he's, like, peeing on your toy to, like, Subaru or something? I think I read that he's not leaving it to anyone. Like, in his will, like, he's, like... I think there's some way you can bar someone from ever using your material. I mean, I guess until intellectual until somebody right wins laws. some lawsuit. And then... Yeah, no, not if Disney has not if Disney has their say about it. They're gonna make sure that you can uh, never you can't touch wa- Mickey Mouse. You can't touch Mickey Mouse until 2098. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the longest living mouse in the world. It's gonna be radioactive uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> at that point. I think we're ready for some new friends, and I got uh, I got just the thing for you on this uh, Christmas time special edition podcast. Has extra cream in it, extra rum. Pum pum. Yum yum. So this is a story from the Washington Post. I know the Wash Po. Wapo. <laughs> oh no. Gathering up at the Washington Po. So this is a story from Idaho, 
and some cops are giving out chocolate instead of parking tickets during the holidays. Oh, how nice. So very nice of all the cops in Idaho to, uh, I think this is just Boise, actually. Yep. So I'm just going to read the story for you guys. It's a moment dreaded by any driver caught speeding. The wailing of a police vehicle's siren and the sight of flashing lights in the rearview mirror. So right off the bat, if you have a police siren wail at you <laughs> while you're speeding, it means like you're really speeding. <laughs> Wait, like, <it> <laughs> usually they just put the lights on and you pull over. If they're wailing the siren at you, it means like you've done something real bad. Yeah, if yeah. they're just dolphining, it's like not that bad. But like when they start wailing, it's like, oh, no. where is this? <laughs> when it... they start stabbing all the whales, <laughs> they start harpooning things. <laughs> um, does it say where the story is out of? Uh, Boise, Idaho. Okay. So, but for a couple of weeks every December in Boise, Idaho, anyone pulled over by the city's traffic enforcement officers for going five miles over the limit or for a minor infraction like a broken turn signal or taillight receives a sweet and unexpected surprise. A couple of candy bars instead of a ticket. <laughs> so ticketing for five miles over, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what? Wait, what? It's a I mean, 10 mile around you. That's a that's so, cool. Is it like worth getting stopped? Like if so, like he's I'm gonna stop this person and make their day. Like all you're doing is like scaring them for a second. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're just like giving them a little bit of chocolate. And it's like I should be home right now. Imagine if you like open up the chocolate to like eat it, and there's like still a traffic ticket inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> I got like the traffic ticket. <laughs> I got the traffic ticket. <laughs> uh, Run straight home. I'm the, I'm the DMV Wonka. <laughs> But, like, the idea of just, like... Like, I would knock a taillight out just for a free candy bar, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm surprised <laughs> the system doesn't get abused more often. Do any... Yeah. But, like, you're in a position of power. Like, you're there to scare the hell out of people and, like, make them abide by the law through fear. <laughs> and you give them a candy bar, I'd be like, oh, thank you, officer. <laughs> then you, like, take out your gun and you're like, you're like, eat it, eat it in front well, That's another thing I was worried about. I was like, what if they pull over, like, the wrong guy? Like, there's a guy, like, he has a lot of drugs in the car and he's, like, a, kind of a loose cannon. And he's in there and you pull him over for going five miles over in the city. And he just, like, goes ape shit. He's like, you were going to give him a candy bar, but he starts, like, blasting. <laughs> like, so God, I started damn. blasting. Like, that would be terrible. And it would be terrible to hear, like, like a bunch of Boise cops got shot by some dude because he, like, freaked out during a traffic stop. Or the other way around. Like, the dude. cops freaked out and shot yeah. someone the at, a can at a chocolate stop. <laughs> these are... Okay, so these are, like, the most bored cops in the country in Idaho. I mean, like, maybe... We got the we got the chocolatiers division. Like, I, I've heard tell that Boise is actually a very, like, strange town because, like, a lot of ranchers will come there for, like, legal reasons. Like, they come there to go to the courts and stuff. So it's like you get kind of an all around. You get the city folk and the country folk coming together. City folk and the country folk. Yeah, city mouse, country mouse, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but uh, since 2015, Boise's traffic officers have handed out the chocolate bars as a message of goodwill and safety to area residents for a two week period leading up to Christmas Day. And the city's parking enforcement officers do the same. It's our way to positively interact with folks and pass along an educational safety message besides said Boise Police Corporal Kyle Wills, 44, who is assigned to the motorcycle unit and helps train new officers. So, uh, full stop, uh, a motorcycle division in the wintertime in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> that does not sound safe. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice winterized motorcycle ride. Putting up a GoFundMe, you're going to fund the current trip to Idaho. We're going to get those chocolate bars. We're going to review them. You know, the knock out some taillights. 
Yeah, I wonder what they're giving out. Maybe they, maybe they're Crunch Fresh listeners, and they've kind of looked at like the Toblerone, and they've looked at the Shrek <laughs> Swamp Bar. What if they're giving out Pelican poop? Oh, if they were giving out Pelican poop, who knows what I might do? I actually, in looking for the uh, intermission what would you do for a Klondike bar, <laughs> not gonna tell it. <laughs> in looking for the intermission last week, I found a video of a kid from like it was a couple of years ago. It, the kid was like twelve, and it was just kind of like a vlog, of, like his vacation to Florida. And he said that pelican puke, poop, uh, <laughs> what did I, I pelican puke, pelican puke. Yeah, he said uh, pelican pee pee poo poo ha ha. It's a fruity version. Yeah, he said it cured his allergies to nuts. What? Which I That's don't. It's got medicinal crazy. properties. I don't believe him, but I thought the video was very interesting <laughs> nonetheless. Because he was like, I just ate all these not knowing there were nuts in them, and now I don't have a nut allergy. It's like maybe you never did. <gasps> no, I know for a fact. Yeah, Pel- if anything can cure your allergies, it's definitely pee-pee, poo-poo, ha-ha. Funny, hoo-hoo. <laughs> so, uh, Willis goes on, no, Corporal Kyle Wills goes on, he says, I tell them to enjoy one of the bars and then pay it forward and pass the other one to someone who they think could use a lift. They're always very grateful. Nobody wants a ticket, especially right before Christmas. Like, they're probably relieved that you didn't give them a ticket. <laughs> you could have just not pulled them over, and they would have been like, oh, we're nice. They're like, he's like, they were so happy when I gave them the candy bar. They were just happy to, like, you were going to leave them alone. <laughs> Please leave me, be. You can keep the chocolate. <laughs> Please leave me. Let me be me. <laughs> um... When you work in traffic enforcement, there aren't a lot of opportunities for positive interaction, so we're giving out tickets all day. So having an opportunity to give out candy tickets and see some smiles is very rewarding. <laughs> Once we get into December, people start saying Merry Christmas to us and giving us more than a few angry looks. Oh my God. <laughs> that re- this reminds me of this one time. Um, this cop pulled me over, and like I was going like maybe five over the speed limit, and like... It was just uh, going to a lane where the speed limit uh, went down by 10 and like this car in front of me slowed down and I got close to it and he pulled me over. He's just like, oh, yeah, um, you know, you got awfully close to that car there. Um, and like, I don't know, it was just kind of like wasn't a big deal. He like realized that I went back to his car and he's like, okay, I looked at your last name. I saw that you're Greek. I'm Lebanese. Now, okay, which one of us makes the best hummus? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the Greeks made hummus. Um, I, I mean, I guess we do, but I was like, oh, the, the Lebanese. And he's like, all right, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. But just, you know, make sure you're careful around here. But, but I am like, going to give know, you some hummus. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that there's a like a uh, two-option quiz that you have to pass. Like when the <laughs> police troll pulls you over, he tells you a riddle. No, I, I feel that I've been pulled over at police twice, and each time they've just told me riddles. Unless I, I keep happening to get them, they're like, "Okay, you may go." Because a drunk person can't answer a riddle. <laughs> Everybody knows this. <laughs> more and more people are saying this. Did I take that right Tre- out of your mouth? It's tremendous. <laughs> yeah, stupendous. Yeah, so that's basically it. I mean, they're just giving out chocolate bars. The rest of the story is basically just saying like. Well, they're not giving chocolate bars to people who are actually committing, like, real traffic infractions, like running red lights and stuff. <laughs> they're not handing chocolate bars out to just anybody. To not, like, murderers. Like, some dude's got blood all over his car. And he's like, you know why I pulled you over? And like, no, you got a lot of blood in your car. Uh, it's kind of curious. But um, in the spirit of the season, here's a candy bar. <laughs> I was committing murder after murder just to get that sweet Hershey's bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Anyways, you know, speaking of trafficking fractions, there's a, uh, in England, a, a psychic tra- taxi driver. And, oh. and he's, he's insisting that he's no stalker after a teenage girl complained that he knew too much about her. <laughs> Terry Cole, age 60, is well known outside of Tesside for offering psychic readings to his customers as he drives them around in his taxi. But the Ormnimsby dad of six has found himself in hot water with the Middlesbrough Council licensing authority for the taxi licenses after he got a complaint. A college student was said to be so distressed by the car driver that after he dropped her off, she reported her concerns to a teacher. And then she said that in her late teens that she got, um, uh, uh, (laughs) so Mr. Call said he told the girl thought to be in her late teens about how she got dressed that morning on the journey, but she knew it through his psychic abilities. He told Tessai Live, It's utterly shocked me. I thought, oh my god, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> it's the British man. He's like, what the fuck? Well, I'm he just did, psychic. He did make that shit up. Exactly. Like, that's, it, that's quite omnimorous, if you ask me. Sure Oxymoronous. Is. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Do you so, want me to put that at the end of the episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked a customer up, and I must have been telling him stuff. I scared the life out of them. They've gone into the college crying, and the teacher said I must have been stalking her. <laughs> the teacher said, oh my god, he must have been in your bedroom. <laughs> so Mr. Cole said that he knew what the teenager had done that morning through his psychic powers, and he'd regularly tell ten people stuff every day in that car. <laughs> he said, I told her when she had got out of bed, she had put some clothes on, and then she decided she didn't want them on, and she swapped her clothes. Now, that's one hell of a cold read, I will say. <laughs> she like, was like, oh my god, you're in my room. I think it just speaks to how bad at cold reading the taxi driver is. Like, yes. it's just like, to say something that stupid is like, you're not a good cold reader. But the fact that it was correct makes him like a really good psychic. <laughs> so I was telling her about her brother, and I think it must have been too close to the bone. So, while he openly admits he's been in prison four or five times, Mr. Cole insists that he's no stalker, and that most of his passengers enjoy it when he gives them readings. Because two decades ago, the cabbie said he woke up on his 40th birthday, hearing voices, and has been practicing spiritualism ever since. People hear about them everywhere. He's even been on a live British TV show. Is he one of those people who thinks that just like your internal monologue is a voice inside your head? Yeah, I oh like Mike Pence where he thinks he's God or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like oh it's the future talking to me. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I find it so funny that like this this fucking random ass dude is like you know taxi driver he's like yeah you put pants on and then you took them off and she's like oh shit oh fuck he's been in my room oh my god. Hank, I like how you put on the accent of whatever you're reading. Like, if you're reading, like, a .uk, like, .co or something, you're just, like, you instantly move into, like, Briticisms. No, British accents but, but, are my favorite accents to do. It's just, like, a very, like, stage accent. It's like, but I was going into the farm. Actually, they're the only accents I can do. But yeah, you, you kind of get a little southerny sometimes when you read the Florida Man <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, you were just like I was walking down to the farm. <laughs> I was walking far. Oh my god! Everything. I don't know why. I <laughs> that that's the one example sentence. I was walking. To. But this uh, this taxi driver sounds like he's doing textbook cold reads, mm. which are like a cold read is like, oh, I'm feeling like a strong M energy. <laughs> like, is there an M in your life? Mm. Maybe like a mom, <laughs> Mario, or like a 
Mike. <laughs> and stuff like that. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew it was Mike. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, for Matt, sure. That's Mike in Italian. I couldn't have foreseen myself going to prison four or five times, but I assure you, I'm not a stalker. Yeah. That was my favorite part. They're just like, what, what do you think he went to prison for? Telling more cold reads and getting him right? What was his name? Uh, Corey Cole. Uh, he probably went to jail for... Um, Tax evasion. Sure. <laughs> Corey Cole. Getting too many honestly, cold Cor- reads correct. <laughs> Corey Cold Reed. <laughs> yeah, Corey Cold. <laughs> I would say Corey is one of those. He's very uh, wrong place, right time. <laughs> like, he was... Uh, I don't know where the right time thing comes in. I don't know what I'm riffing on. No, it's it's the right time. The wrong place is there. I don't, he's going to be in the right White time. House soon. It's the wrong time, but the right place. Has he announced his candidacy? No, he already I, knows the winner. He, I, I think he's Trump's going to appoint this guy. Oh, because he can see the future. <laughs> yeah. That's like, oh, I don't need to drive taxis no more. I, I know the best people. <laughs> I have the best words. Oh, speaking of the best people. Okay, so <laughs> this better be the best person I've ever seen. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't. This is like a fiend corporation. So th- this is a new fiend. It's uh, Walmart. And I'm mad at Walmart because they pulled the jumper appearing to show Santa with lines of cocaine. Oh, that's oh, so sad. Coke Santa. Yeah. As opposed to Coca-Cola Santa. They invented Santa. <laughs> what? Yeah. The Coca-Cola company, like, they took the St. Nick design and they kind of, like, fattened him up and made him into the advertising beast that is Santa. No way. What the fuck? Yeah, you didn't see that scene in Santa Infinity Wars where he's just like, Coca-Cola created me. Just a quick aside, in the Invader Zim, like, Christmas special, when Santa, when he's, like, he is Santa and he's in the suit and the suit gets, like, more and more bloated and crazy. (laughs) That's what I imagine when I like imagine Santa nowadays, <laughs> like this big bloated, festering like beast of a man. Oh, he's, he's, he's in de- his balloon form. He's designed just to make you spend money. It's like you, he, a little hole pops inside of him, and just Coca Cola just starts spraying out of it. And just so no one calls me a Christmas misanthrope, the spirit of Christmas is so much cooler and better than Santa. So now, see, uh, Hippocrampus from um, what is Australia? No, it's just Krampus. I'm gonna have to completely disagree. I think uh, Santa is the best thing about Christmas. Um, <laughs> not the eggnog, not the family. No, uh, the best things are receiving presents, um, drinking Coca-Cola, drinking Coca-Cola, uh, <laughs> honoring Coca-Cola. Yeah, and also praying ep- to Coca-Cola. Every Christmas, I honor Coca-Cola. And this episode of Crunch Fresh is brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> and um, eat fresh eat fresh yep <laughs> all right carry on <laughs> but yeah so um they pulled the jumper guys it sucks uh <laughs> the company apologizes and says the product was sold by a third party seller and does not represent walmart's values so this is our mystery tonight like what who is the third party seller who made the shirt all right, it's quick, like they have a party aside, at one place. Do you have a name for that? I want to look it up on eBay and see if anyone's trying to sell them for like a big ticket. Oh, they're collector's edition now. Yeah, now that they're off the market, they must be worth something. Um, hmm. Let's let's figure this out. We're gonna unravel it here. I'm just gonna look up Santa cocaine on. So eBay. Walmart has apologized for selling a pullover on its website that appears to show Father Christmas doing lines of cocaine. Um, but yeah, so Santa he's sitting on a table. There's like just three lines of some sort of you know white thing 
in front of him. I actually have it up right now. It is on um, eBay, just from looking up Santa cocaine. All right, pull it up. Let's see. Uh, so here it is. It says, let it snow. It's a snowman wearing a Santa suit. And there are three Ooh. lines of powder in front of the snowman. They could be snow, uh, but in they look more like cocaine. Yep, that's definitely a... Um... That's a uh, that's a naughty naughty design right there. So someone is capitalizing on this because the uh, item names on eBay do include Walmart. So they are <laughs> trying to capitalize on the uh, the whole notoriety thing. I bet it's the same seller. I bet the same guy who was selling it to uh, Walmart is selling it now on eBay. This probably just so, made him more money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is this this is from the product description on the Walmart Canada website. Um, we all know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and the best snow comes straight from South America. (laughs) Is that really the description? Like the untranslated, like from Canada? Yeah, yeah. Untrans. What do you? Yeah, there's no. This is oh, not translated from French. (laughs) Yo, no, no, no. This is this is uh, from all I can tell uh, from English. This like this isn't from French Canada. Human language. This is from English land. Um. So yeah, uh, come straight from South America. That's bad news for jolly old Saint Nick who lives far in the North Pole. Um, that's why Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. So yeah, Walmart apologized for the sale of the product. They had to take it down. Um, they're like blamed it on this third party seller, um, and they said yeah, it doesn't represent the views of the company maybe it does i don't know it probably does let's be real (laughs) i just i just found a completely unrelated product on ebay uh the title is new men's women's cocaine digital 3d print casual sweatshirt hoodie pullover and it's i'll see if i can get the picture bigger um this is literally all it looks like oh my god bags of cocaine like on a shirt against like against a black background and then like a chromatically aberrated text that says uh (laughs) cocaine on it i just realized what that is like that's that's so crazy imagine walking into a police station with that and give (laughs) you a chocolate bar and tell you to move along imagine just putting that on (laughs) yeah like wearing where do you wear that where's the right place to wear a sweatshirt that says cocaine on it in your room where you're doing cocaine i get yeah I, I, you pretty much have to be doing coke to think this is a this good is, idea this is my i kind of want it shirt. honestly that'd be sick imagine just like walking through downtown <laughs> Hank, like if you want this i'll buy it for you i don't care uh ooh, ah, ee. but you have to wear it to work <laughs> in the spirit of christmas we're gonna get hank the yeah coke in the spirit coke. of giving i'm gonna buy hank the uh coke the 25 dollar cocaine pull-up hoodie does it come with any free samples um, <laughs> the, el- the elves are going to see this order in the workshop and they're going to be like, oh no. Oh, actually, it's on sale. Uh, you save 93 cents. So oh, it's, uh, yeah, imagine it's- if it was $93. That'd be nuts. Uh, the same company also offers a uh, Grinch pullover, um, a Josh Homme pullover. <laughs> <laughs> this is really just a trash seller. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just literally find any picture on the internet and put it on a sweatshirt. They're so. like, oh yeah, do you like uh, the Grinch cocaine queens of the Stone Age? Honestly, you <laughs> if you liked cocaine, you might also like the Grinch. <laughs> Imagine just selling like bags of garbage on eBay. It could be like a loot box where it's like, well, every month we'll send you a one bag of garbage and like maybe there's something cool inside. Who knows? 
I had Imagine a, getting that sweatshirt in a loot box. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage box. I had a scheme the other day because you know how when you get something bad from Amazon and you got to return it, they send you the shipping label? You could print like a lot of copies of the shipping label, and I don't think that the USPS, like their machines all work at the same time. So I was thinking you could fill like lots of boxes up with trash and put the same label on all of them and then send uh, just tons of packages of trash to Amazon <laughs> and they would have to dispose of it for you. <laughs> They're like, please, Amazon garbage control. Like you could get like a, like you get like a refrigerator box, put a couch in it, then slap that Amazon return label that says free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but can we solve this mystery though? Who Who is the third party seller? Oh, I could probably, I'll find that out right now. Yeah. It's uh. It's, so it's, it's Santa right. Claus. Let it snow. That, that's really all it said about the thing. Uh, it's a sweater. One I seller. Bet it's Toys R Us. One seller is a fad underscore trend. <laughs> uh, so that seems pretty sus. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Yeah, there's there's probably so many sus sites who are. It's all fad trend. I'm gonna look up his uh his reviews, find his bad feedbacks. Oh yeah, fad trend. No, he's got it going We're on. We're gonna take you down, dude. <laughs> You're selling bootleg Walmart bullshit. Uh, <laughs> counterfeit counterfeits. On fad trends. So buyer M star 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 M. Uh, <laughs> they blurred out the name. Uh, they wrote lied in the description. And the uh, shirt they bought was the Junicorn shirt. Fully Jewish unicorn Hanukkah Hanukkah <laughs> gift t-shirt. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's fully Jewish. Yeah, so I I don't know how they would lie in that description. I Mine's wanna... only 83% Jewish. I need to return it. All right. <laughs> I think I'm just going to continue down this rabbit hole. Now I do need to know what the Junicorn uh, sweatshirt looks like. The Junicorn? Oh, like, my That's God. just so... Does it just I... have, like, a little like Hanukkah on its uh, horn or something? There is nothing about this that is, like... Well, there's some stars of David on it, but there's nothing about it that's particularly Jewish. I feel like this is racist. <laughs> I don't know. It just... It, it seems really... This is, like, totally not racist. It's just... No, it's just I... stupid. I... It's just stupid. Like, yeah. it's not, like, I mean, a stereotype I... or anything. It's literally a unicorn. It, it says Junicorn above it. It makes no sense. Like it's no, just, honestly, somebody could probably you could you could find a racism in that. I wouldn't be surprised. Like if if we gave it to like some journalist or something. Yeah, if like, we gave it to the ADL, they'd put it on their list of like hate speech like things. <laughs> it's literally just like the word unicorn with a unicorn, like and a couple stars, a little tiny. Like they're not even that big. They look like it, normal it stars. Be a unicorn groper. What I think's really <laughs> yeah continue. yeah is groper on the ADL's list or is it just Pepe? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see all Groypers on that list. I want to see all Pepe's on that list. I want to see uh, the Pepe that's like the one that says friend. <laughs> we, Friendly we have the Pepe. best people hunting the rarest Pepe's. The, uh, what is stupid about the Junicorn tea is there are like little shiny stars on the rainbow that aren't stars of David. Come on. What are you thinking? The whole yeah. thing should be covered in stars of David. <laughs> Why keep the, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp on this anymore. See, they should have made the horn a menorah. Like that would have been so much better. That would have been great. Okay, really strange. Uh, the seller on this is a different seller. This is Trashta. <laughs> Trashta. So something's going on here. I, I guess yeah. we'll never really know the true identity of the third-party seller. Yeah. But he's out there and he's roaming these mean any, streets. Any, any hackers out there? Any rogue investigators? You need to look into this company. Yeah. And uh, speaking of things we need to look into, I believe Hank has uh, his confection loaded up in his secret yep, box. I got my secret box here. I'm going to do the ASMR opening of it. Oh, I love the sound. Oh, there we the go. Box. Oh, I love the sound of fumbling in the mic. <laughs> yeah. So we, we have, have to load in that fumble I have sound effect. 
Knoppers. Oh, sweet. Uh, so I got these at a foreign objects store. Um, I don't actually know what they are, but they have a picture of milk, a nut, and some sort of Kit Kat monstrosity. All right, Hank, where is the foreign objects store? Uh, it's next to a Best Buy, and it's in New Hampshire. Oh, that's I just I think I just broke some of my numbers. How the fuck? You even like? Here, do you want my keys? Oh no, I've uh, I've appeased. Appeased the keys. Yep. So it conveniently comes with three packages of knoppers, just all duct taped together, like with some fucking. Here you go. Pass it around. Give yeah, me take the one down. Pass it around. Yeah. So it's like three little tiny packages of milk hazelnut wafers. This actually looks delicious. Like I'm. I'm so stoked. It's it my looks, stork. It looks light and airy and delicious. It looks like someone took a Toblerone and just turned it into some sort of waffle. Inside out Blerone. Alright, so we got... Oh, it's like um, a fancy... Oh my god, this actually smells amazing. Everything that you would think would be in a crispy milk hazelnut wafer with... Uh, it's a it's a little square stuff with a there's like a can uh, like there's like, like a, there's like a chocolate top then a little bit of cream then like a graham cracker then some more chocolate and some it's nuts. like an ice cream cone yeah yeah these would probably be pretty good frozen too let's give that a taste that's pretty good yeah no not I mean so it's, it's not bad it's just like um I really like it no this is better than a Kit Kat for sure. Okay, is it on the front? Is that a glass of milk, a knopper, and two onions? <laughs> <laughs> one of them is definitely a hazelnut, but the other one does look like an onion. So okay, I will give it's you that. It's a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> you think they make a blooming onion variety in Australia? Dude, my onion knoppers are so good. <laughs> Buffalo knoppers, you shouldn't have. Yeah, I really enjoy how light it is. Like, it's just very fresh. It's not too sweet. It's got a little bit of nuttiness, but the hazelnuts don't, like... It's not like Nutella mode, but it's like... They're there. Oh, yeah, that really is what it tastes like. It's kind of like crunchy, a, a crunchy Nutella thing. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I see all these pictures of milk. Oh, it's cream. I'm expecting more of a cream flavor, but I'm mostly just getting... Big full mouth of chocolate. It's like an Oreo cream, though. Like, that's kind of what it tastes like. Yeah, it's about as much cream... Um, as an Oreo, there's just like more other shit, so the ratio's down. Yeah, no, very very low cream ratio. I was expecting more of a higher cream ratio. I will say it gives me that kind of Swiss feeling when I look at the wrapper. Like it's got that kind of like mountain sensibility. Yeah, yeah, it's got that light blue and white. You know, so it's kind of like reminds me of sunny... Kinder Egg. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sunny sky with snow. The chocolate's really high quality. No, the chocolate is great. I re I. Honestly, can taste the cream pretty well. Mm. Um, I could eat these all day long. Like, it's kind of good that we only have these three. So, here's the thing. Like, if somebody gave this to me, like, I don't know. They're just like, Merry Christmas. They gave me a knoppers and I ate this. I'd be like, this is amazing. This is great. But, like, in the context of this segment where we've had so many... Just incredible candies. No, dude, coming off a of pelican poop, I feel that. Like, this is no pelican poop. Yeah, this is no pelican poop. It's kind of just, it's good, but it's just, it's just what it is. It's mm. just a little wafery thing. It's just. Like, after seeing the Swissness in the, like, oh, how fancy it is, like, all the other weird European things have been like, wow, wow, very good. 
Um, I just want to say, I don't want to call the European things weird because the stuff we eat in America is way weirder than oh, the that, stuff they dude, have. Oh, dude, the fire extinguisher? <laughs> yeah, like that's way, that's so much weirder than like anything yeah, the, they have in Europe. The the Goliador is like pretty normal <laughs> fire extinguisher. Oh, I think I would. Or the Shrek bars. Like that, those are monstrosities <laughs> that don't get produced in other parts of the world. Dude, like, the minion those, ones? Those were disgusting. The. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh. I'm already remembering them, but I still have this good taste in my mouth and the taste of beer. So we have the Charleston Chews, we have the Pelican Poop. What were the other like really high rated? The eggs, the the eggs, the, the Kinder oh, eggs. The Kinder oh. eggs were surprisingly good. This Those is a so very, good. I feel like this is a very similar like grade of chocolate, very oh, no, similar no. flavor. Oh. Or the Toblerone, like I honestly I lumped this in with the Toblerone. I think I gave that a four. This is a four. We've been on a, like a roll of giving good scores. We haven't had a really shitty candy in a while. <laughs> That's very. Yeah, true. I gotta find something shittier. Remember the days of the uh, unspeakable peanut. Well, <laughs> I will say that I have um I have a nasty surprise uh, for a future episode. Ooh. So we'll, we will find out. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, I this it's, it's a little it's a little too close to something else we ate recently. So I'm gonna hold it out for a while. But yeah, because not gonna lie, like I, at this foreign object store, I got a whole backlog of candy. Like I got, I got who I got a whole who's what set of items to go through. We can cut this, but let me know when you go to that foreign object store next. <laughs> no. Yeah, let me. Know it was too. fun. It was cool. I'll go up there. I'll go to Savers too. I'll buy like a like a. Uh, yeah, um, sweater or something. I was going to. I was hanging out with some friends in Portsmouth that night, and um, I got a bottle of Hello Kitty Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that was a big hit. Now that's fine, dying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get, what are your scores for this, uh, dude? I I straight up give this thing a three. Like I I feel like I need to be harder on it just because it's not perfect. Hank, I think your scores are. Uh, you're being too hard on the the wafer. Okay, I'll be at three point five. You know, I okay. feel like that's acceptable. I only say that because you've given other things that are bad a three. <laughs> so to give this a three is like kind of not genuine. See, like I feel like I can't put this in with the fours just because like that there's too many things in there now. That's like, fair enough. Fours are for like the like wow, man, oh, it's very good. Whereas and this one, it's like it's, it's candy. You know, it's yummy. It's yummy. I'll give it that. It's yummy. And the fives for you are like axiom deleters. Yeah, like, that's like oh, I just had like a like I just like had an experience like eating this. So for you, that's like Charleston chew mode. That's yeah, like that's um pelican, pelican poop, poop mode. Yeah, I think the only thing I gave a five so far was like the egg. The egg. <laughs> is I forgot I gave an egg the five. Um, and then like a four was the Charleston chew. I think that tastes great. I think it's pretty unique and it tastes great. Like this is. It's really good, but like I don't know, it doesn't stand out at all. Wait, what about Charleston Chew and the Mamba? Um, I feel like that's probably God tier. Yeah, that's we haven't. Well, this, that was like Eldritch <laughs> Abomination tier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was uh, somewhere that deep might below have been, the Earth's core. That might have been the six, but that also flips around to negative one. So <laughs> I completely agree. It's hot and it's cold. It's yes and it's no. Yeah, it's um. I think you said it was Katy Perry last time. I think yeah. Pink wrote that song, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Kesha. We were talking about God damn it. Who wrote that song? Now we have fi- I, mean, I have to find song. out for sure. I can't keep not knowing things. Dude, I know it's. I know the Lord's Katy Perry. You're yes, then. But yeah. Anyway, no. I give. The, I have to give this a three. Oh my god, you were lower than I did. Um, yeah, just because it it doesn't stand out much. It's definitely above average. That so that's a three, but like. I mean, I, I'm not gonna remember this. I'm not. I can't. I still can't remember the name of it if I didn't have it in my head. 
Uh, I believe an apology is in order. Um, Katy Perry did write that song, so I apologize to you, uh, Alex, for doubting you. Um, thank you. <laughs> I, I wasn't naming the names of random pop stars because I also didn't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. And uh, seeing how it is, I'm also going to see us out to the intermission, so catch you on the flip side. Good afternoon. What a wonderful day with knoppers. Crispy baked wafers, a front of hazelnut spread with smells of roasted hazelnuts, followed by a wave of tasty milk cream, all finished off with a light touch of cocoa. Knoppers. It's cheering up nicely. Ah, you're back. I hope it doesn't rain. Looking cool, Joker! Time to head home. Come on, let's get going. Knoppers, frisch und knusprig gebacken, aus guten Zutaten. Genau richtig, morgens halb zehn in Deutschland. Knoppers, das Frühstückchen. And welcome back to Crunch Fresh. Greetings from the holiday sweatshop. It's time for a segment called Fresh Down the Chimney. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, yeah, that's amazing, Santa. Great stay, job. Stay clear of the chimney, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm going to be coming through it. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, damn. <laughs> Santa's got a commanding voice. I'd definitely listen to him if I were you kids. So, uh, in the Christmas spirit, I want to review a... Uh, not review, but... Talk about a little movie I see on Amazon Prime. It's called Jack Frost. It's a movie that came out in 1998. Stars Michael Keaton uh, and Ellie Martinthal and Kelly Preston. So, I don't know if you guys know the story of this movie. Have you ever seen it or heard of it? I, no. I think I saw Jack Frost a long time ago. So, I'll just show you a picture. You might actually remember oh. if looking at the snowman. Oh, God. So, uh, the snowman does look like Michael Keaton. So this is a story about a man named Michael Keaton who decides to take on a movie role where he plays an anthropomorphized uh, snowman who comes back to uh, be a dad to his son, even though he's dead in real life. He, he's, a, he's a frosty, if you will. This is his frost sona. Yeah. <laughs> My frost sona is... Um, uh, the Mine's the winter warlock from uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, what's the... Um, what's the uh, snow miser? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm snow my, what are my my snow is just the the Grinch. It's not even snow, he's just like wearing some Yeah, you're Mr. Hundred and One, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're the fucking heat miser. <laughs> he's the Hank miser. So anyway, I'm just gonna start reading the Wikipedia for this. It is available on Amazon Prime. You can probably buy it for like three bucks. I mean DVDs are worthless, so you know, go fuck yourself if you got like ten bucks, go buy five DVDs, so you know. Santa says buy the Blu-ray. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I don't even know if this movie has a Blu-ray release. That would be nuts <laughs> to release. Be like in the best quality, like watching this movie in the highest possible quality. You remember it? It's now in the Poo Poo Kaka Funny Collection. The Poo Poo Kaka <laughs> Condominium. I can't wait to like actually release that collection eventually. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna watch all your favorite Crunt Fresh episodes on DVD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You yeah, know. you're gonna go into uh, Bull Moose and you're gonna be like, "Do you have the Poo Poo Ha Ha Funny Collection?" And they're gonna pull out this like ten DVD box set. It's gonna have a lock on the front, like a diary lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, 
Uh, Jack Frost is a 1998 American Christmas fantasy comedy drama film. <laughs> you know, a dramedy. Your your fantasy dramedy. <laughs> uh, for dramedy. Your favorite genre of film. Uh, there's actually not a uh, Wikipedia category for that. So if you're a Wikipedia fiend, Wikipedia freak, uh, maybe you should go create that. All you Wikipedia so uh keaton stars as the title character a man who dies in a car accident and comes back to life as a snowman uh three of uh, frank zappa's four children dweezil zappa ahmet zappa and moon unit zappa appear in this film okay that's actually crazy i want to see if moon unit uh, actually did anything I'm going to I, I Montana. I know Dwe- Dweezil Zappa tours around. Like, he's a touring musician. Okay, uh, Moon Zappa is the name of the article. Uh, Moon Unit redirects here for the space vehicle see Lunar Rover. <laughs> <laughs> moon. He, he looks at him and he's like, that's one Moon Unit. Yeah, I think that's all we need to hear about Moon Zappa. But uh, the costume for Jack Frost's snowman form was created by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So, yes, this is a Muppets crossover. <laughs> Jack Jack Frost is a Muppet. This is a Keaton X Muppets uh, crossover. Uh, the hecklers are looking at this movie and they're just like, oh, this is some bullshit. All right. So uh, the man's <laughs> this is crazy. The man's name, the lead character as uh, Jack Frost, of course, which you think might just be the name of the snowman. That's his actual human name in the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's like some scene and it's like, oh, Mr. Frost, your taxes are late. And yeah. then it's, and, and then they're like, listen, Jack. <laughs> like, they're the real coy with the first name. It's even more on the head. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> uh, so Jack Frost is the lead singer in a Rocky band. No. Jack Frost is the lead singer. Like <laughs> the no, Rocky see, song. No, I'm telling you because I just I just made like a um, a Freudian slip based on something else that's like later down. Oh god, it's so, foreshadowing. Yeah, so Jack Frost is the lead singer in a rock band simply titled the Jack Frost Band. Oh my god, based in the town of Medford, Colorado. Eh, eh, the Rocky thing. Because I saw Colorado right below it. Oh. I'm, t- I'm done making excuses for myself. No, I like it. You, oh, you like it when I do that? Yeah, man. It's reincorporation. <laughs> it means it's smart. So they make their living performing blues covers and an assortment of their own songs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, he returns. Is it linked to their discography? Yeah. I, yeah. Is there like a? Is soundtrack? there a link to their Bandcamp? I wonder if the soundtrack was ever released for this. It probably was. Like, back in the 90s, you could release a soundtrack for any movie and some troll would buy it. Yeah, Eminem's going to be on it. And then... Do the yeah. new Alvin and the Chipmunks. Why don't they let me be me? <laughs> That's all I know. It's the only Eminem that I know. Himself, so... <laughs> yeah, Eminem writes songs about being himself. He's really Jack angry Frost about writes being songs about Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out Jack Frost just has to be himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, he doesn't have to be himself. He he fucking dies and becomes a snowman. <laughs> so no, no, no. He's got to be somebody different. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. He can't just come back as a ghost. He has to come back as something different. A snowst. <laughs> yes, Hank. A snowst. In, um, you know, in like traditions that believe in karma, can you come back as like a snowman? Sure, I guess. If this movie's gospel, you can do whatever you want. So could you also like, just come back as a puddle? Canon. Just like a melted snowman. This is I mean, the- eventually he does become a puddle. I assume if he's made of snow. What happens when he goes inside and melts? They're like, oh, I got to. I don't think he's all wet. 
<laughs> I definitely would not allow a giant moving snowman in my house. Yeah, that's would, not in the Hensonverse. Like, I got new wood floors in here, and the landlord told me, like, they're new. That's why you can't have a dog. But because of the new laws, you have to let Jack Frost in here. Yeah, oh, you can't discriminate <laughs> if just because someone's snowman. <laughs> but, oh my God. back to the plot. So he returns to his 11-year-old son, Charlie, who has just returned from a snowball fight against the local bully, Rory Buck. <laughs> After they build a snowman in their front yard, Jack gives him his best harmonica, which he got the day Charlie was born. He jokingly tells him that it's a magical harmonica, and he'll be able to hear it wherever he is. Jack promises his wife Gabby that he will attend his son's hockey game, but then misses it in favor of recording a song called Don't Lose Your Faith. (laughs) (laughs) To make up for it, Jack then promises to take his family on a Christmas trip to the mountains but he is called to a gig that could make or break his career. Oh, is it the Battle of the Bands? <laughs> it seems like it. But um, Michael Keaton's old in this. Like, by the time he, he's in this movie, like, he's in his, I think, early 40s. Like, there's not... Yeah, he was playing Batman 10 years ago before that. Like, your career's not really going to get made at, like, mid-40s if you're in a band. Like, you're not just all of a sudden going to blow up and become, like, a massive success. Has that ever happened to any band? No, <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, anyway, to make up for it, Jack then promises to take his family on a trip to the mountains, yada, yada, yada. But is called to a gig to make or break his career. On his way there, Jack realizes that it's a huge mistake, and he borrows his best friend and keyboardist, Mac MacArthur's car, to go home to his family. Unfortunately, Jack encounters a bad storm, and that due to a faulty windshield wiper on his car, he is unable to navigate through and is killed in an off-screen crash. Oh my god. So, with, I'm not going to read the plot anymore, because you could just, like, these read like molasses. But, uh, basically, he, a year passes, and Charlie plays the harmonica, and his dad comes back as a snowman. And then it's all about a wacky adventure, and then at the end, he's like, Dad, I love you, and then the snowman melts, and uh, probably dies. <laughs> I'm dying again, no, no, don't get in the car. It, it really would be perfect if they, if they expand the cinematic universe and they have the puddle movie. Oh, yeah, the, the wet man, the soggy dude. Yeah. Yeah, so this movie, uh, I wanted to read an Amazon review for it. Just I think that would be funny. I want to read the one-star reviews. Because the five-star reviews for movies on Amazon are always like, I like this movie. My kids like this movie. I like the winter time. It uh, reminds me of winter. I like how the picture is big and moves. I like how it looks. <laughs> I like how Michael Keaton looks like a puppet. I like that I like it. Michael Keaton... <laughs> Honestly, Hank, that is a lot of like positive reviews online. Is like I like that I enjoyed it. This this made me happy on the good afternoon. So uh, D Nations wrote Buyer Beware on December third this year. I bought this movie from the seller in January and opened it to play it over the Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving is two words here. Uh, my DVD player won't even recognize the disc in the machine. Can't see anything visually wrong with the DVD, but won't play at all. Is that a review of the movie? They're no, like, this won't even like, fucking start. It's a review of your DVD player, my friend. Yeah. My DVD player's broken, and it was because of Jack Frost. <laughs> this is a review from Learski, who wrote, not happy about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Learski sounds like he needs a beer ski and needs to be happy about this movie. Uh, Carrie Ann gives it a one star, wrote, I received the cartoon, not the Michael Keaton movie. The business said they would fix it. Then I received a second <laughs> copy of the cartoon. <laughs> So, is there a Jack Frost cartoon? There, there definitely is. Dude, they're just is. thinking of Frosty the Snowman. Oh, that's probably what it is. Jack Frost. 
cartoon. Let's see. Well, I don't know. If I think of Jack Frost, I don't really think of a snowman. I think of just some like ice guy, you know, kind of like the, the snow hat. Oh shit. Jack Frost is a 1979 Christmas stop motion animated television special produced by Rankin Bass. That's the same people who made uh, Rudolph. Interesting. Whoa. And Rudolph's Shiny New Year, which Alex uh, is a big fan of. Yeah, that is uh, high art. Didn't you call it the most ambitious movie ever made? It is. Okay. Like, what other movie has, like, Rudolph goes to save the New Year baby on the 4th of July village? And then they go, and uh, Ben Franklin goes, and they talk to Neanderthal, and they end up in the belly of the whale, but then the vulture comes. You know, that is crazy. Like, that is super ambitious to, so think that, to think that anyone can give a shit about that. <laughs> it really is. And if people watch it every year, and they're like, this is what the holidays are all about. It's like, t- to me, it's like chicken run, banana <laughs> taped to the wall, <laughs> Rudolph it Shining Rudolph, Year. Yeah. Those are the. It's outsider art. Yeah. The person who made that, like, I their beliefs are crazy. <laughs> they like, really know what it mixes. I support the guy who ate the banana more than I support Rudolph Shiny New Year. But oh, honestly, the, the guy that ate the banana, like, he's probably going to go down in history as like one of the most like notorious banana consumers. Just want to give this. I want to give this uh, one more one star review. Uh, Jared Hayes wrote double tap mistake. Ugh, zero stars. <laughs> double tap mistake. I was looking for Blu-ray format. Instead, I got without a confirmation to order an Amazon movie I will not watch. What a double tap mistake. So that kind of... Have you guys ever had a double tap mistake? Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Is that just like boomer problems? I assume that's like when you um, like you mistype something and then you erase it and then you mistype it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in this case, I have no idea. I don't know. Like... Also, this guy was reviewing this in May. So, who the fuck buys a movie like this in May? Like, dude, double tap mistake. Yeah, he just meant to tap it's a once. DVD from 1998 <laughs> <laughs> about Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost, and you bought it in May. What are you crazy? <laughs> are you one of those people who listens to Christmas music in like July? This guy's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. So, Jack Frost. It seems like one of those movies that's just absolutely terrible. And also, um, I know there's a horror movie also called Jack Frost that came out roughly around the same time. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. If you're, you might make a double tap if mistake. You're, are you a concerned parent? Don't don't buy the scary Jack Frost. Yeah, make just sure get the, the unsettling Jack Frost. Yeah, make sure you buy the Keaton Frost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. From from Michael J. Keaton. Anyways, it seems we have something also. What a, what a clean transition. <laughs> I, I, was, well, yeah. I was really leaning on that hard, but I guess I'll wait. Uh, I, dude, I, I just want to talk about this toilet really badly. <laughs> oh, uh, this is part of the uh, collection. Our I collection, assume. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Boo Boo Ha funny collection. Yeah, the one that so, we keep naming because it's even funnier to say that. God, I can't believe anyone listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> May God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> anyway, so. At first glance, you're like, hmm, this is a toilet. But then if you gaze closer, you'll notice that it's slightly off kilter. So this this toilet has a 13 degree incline to make your poops more uncomfortable. Oh, this is the anti-cell phone uh, shit machine. So, so they say that this toilet has medicinal properties. And that since you're, it's such a pain in the ass to sit on, you won't get hemorrhoids. Is that what... That's what medicinal means? Yep, they're like... This this toilet is called the standard toilet, 
And it, it pointed to a medical study which discusses the disgusts the risks of spending too much time on the toilet. It discusses or disgusts <laughs> the disgusts risks. Yeah, yeah the web <laughs> the website's getting all fun and punny. What is yeah. that? Okay, this is a weird aside. What's that sk 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 thing that like <laughs> some some people do on Twitter? I don't get it. I saw a video where some girl was like I and I don't get it. I don't know. I think it, maybe it's laughing. Maybe uh, they're transmitting some sort of. Uh, it's just it's Twitter just mechanical frequency. noise. It's an alien frequency. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you see this, it's you have to, it's like use the imagination to fill in the blank of what they could possibly be it's, sounding like. It's all Klingon to me. <laughs> Anyways, the concept for which a patent application has been filed in the UK, so like keeping them with the British themes, <laughs> is intended to have medicinal benefits, according to its diner. <laughs> designer Mahargabal <laughs> Gill <laughs> you said British and then you put on a British accent and then he said he was a diner <laughs> he eats the toilet he's the, he's the designer but they, they spoke to Mr. Gill about the toilet and he named it the standard toilet which is very interesting because it is not at all standard. It There's is also a, a company in the U.S. called Standard that also makes toilets. <laughs> oh, they're yeah, trying to get the, uh, the competition. That's definitely not alarming in any way. Like, it's like no, this is a standard toilet. This is a very regular toilet. <laughs> totally normal. It's um, it's trying to create market confusion. Yeah, <laughs> which is like a totally like malicious business tactic. <laughs> So there's also like they mentioned about the optimum angle that is between 11 degrees and 15 degrees. You know, 11 degrees and 13 degrees. That's cold. If you're on 11 degrees, you can only sit for a measly five to seven minutes, versus the 13 degrees for the more leisurely 15 to 11, 11 to 15 minutes. Thank you, Overlord Boss. Thank you. The toilet man was gracious, and he gave me the 15 minute toilet. <laughs> Not to get blue, but like. The people who spend 15 to 20 minutes on the toilet aren't taking shits. Dude, they're just, they're playing their, what is it, their, their Pokemon games or something on their phones. They're playing with something. <laughs> <laughs> the to- this toilet's not going to help. Skis, 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 well, they're, they're, playing with, <laughs> they're playing with fire. That's what that is. I'm going to find out that's some sort of terrible thing that I keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the, there's some people online's cause a bit of a commotion. They're trying to plot how to defeat the toilet. So one one guy Kanocho or Honda Driver eight thousand says, just thir- sit on the thirteen degree slope toilet backwards for the opposite of the intended effect. So if you're mounting this toilet backwards, you can actually sit on there for like who knows, maybe up to half an hour. It's just very comfortable. I've never had a problem mounting a toilet. <laughs> I will admit. But um, yeah, no, it's um, it's a. That's one of those products that's like. Uh, you design if you're deliberately trying to ruin everything. Yeah, they're like, let's. Oh, oh shit, we gotta come up with an excuse. Uh, hemorrhoids. Yeah, it affixes hemorrhoids because you can't poop. It's yeah. it's disruptive tech at its best. Oh, yeah. it's disrupting <laughs> the toilet market. <laughs> J- just wait for them to like increase the angle even more, and you get like the the ninety degree angle toilet where you just have to like sh- like. Well, I, well, I don't even know what that would be like, but it would probably not be comfortable. I tell you what, I still hate the automatic toilets that flush automatically, like. I love just kicking the handle on, like, the old-style ones. Because, like, uh, I don't feel... Like, I'm not going to touch that with my hand. Why would I ever touch that with my hand? Yeah. And, it's like, and then the wire... Like, the ones that are automatic, like, you just sit up for a second and it starts flushing and yeah, sprays Yeah, it's like, you. oh, you got to, like, lean down and tie your shoes and just, like, sprays your ass with a full Very force. Scary the shoe. toilet's a great place to tie your shoes. <laughs> That's a great way to save time. Tie your shoes together and then back again. You can never let anybody know your shoe's untied. (laughs) 
And I did just look it up. SK, 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 SK is a phrase that is mostly typed. It's sort of like mashing your keyboard as an exclamation. It can stand for laughter or express awkwardness, or it can be the same as OMG. It's like saying, I can't even. And that was a uh, BuzzFeed News definition for the word. Well, I can odd. I think that speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> I do laugh like that sometimes, though. I, I guess. I don't know where it comes from. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm done talking about this. I'm not a Visco girl. I'm not a BuzzFeed reader. <laughs> you got something for us, Alex? So, you know, recently there's a certain movie... Um, that's coming out from a franchise we all love. Um, that's right, Cats. Oh, oh the Cats my. movie. Um, and, you know, in the spirit of that, all, all you cat maniacs, um, I found this product. So if you go to, you know, pdxpetdesign.com. pdxpetdesign.com. Yep. You will find... Um, there's a fun picture on the front that says your cat is bored. <laughs> so your cat's bored, and this product offers you <laughs> um, the opportunity to give your cat some excitement. You can lick your cat like a cat. Oh, oh. it's the tongue thing. It's the licky brush. It's the licky brush. Um, so the uh, it's a furball yeah. experience. Yeah, it was featured on the uh, Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show. So. Oh. That's all you need to know, really. Anyway, if you look on the website, cats groom each other as a form of social bonding. There's also evidence to suggest that cats view and treat their human captors as large cats. <laughs> as a human, you're left out of the intimate licking ritual. I love being a part of the intimate <laughs> licking ritual. Yeah, I trained for so many years before they would let me into the licking ritual. Um at best, you have a one-sided licking relationship with your cat. So we have designed the Licky Brush to bring you and your cat closer. By using Licky with your cat on a regular basis, you develop a more intimate and bonded relationship, much like Mama Cat bonds with her young. Um, so it's a bunch of quotes. They're like, it thinks... It, like, like, basically, they're like, oh, no, it's okay, because you're a cat. Don't worry, you're a cat, too, so you can lick the cat, and it's not weird. But you're not a cat. You gotta keep like yourself separated a little bit from the animals that you keep in your house. Mm-hmm. You're not a cat. You love the cat. The cat loves you, maybe if you're lucky. But like, you you're not the cat. Like Do you I'm think sh- you could train other cats to use the licky to like lick other cats? Oh, you like, like augment like the more cat? efficiently. Like you you outfit the cat with like a new licking apparatus <laughs> so it can lick itself better. <laughs> so like what what is um a human ritual that a cat would do to be more like a human oh make coffee <laughs> this is like the equivalent of a cat putting on like a shirt and tie or something you just, just put some little kitty apron with the remote or like reading the newspaper damn you're coming up with all the products today <laughs> that's you know, right it's wh- a cat suit what's next like your cat's gonna like ask you to go to bed or something uh they were on shark tank oh <laughs> uh, the licky yeah i i have to see this they appeared on Shark Tank. On January 6, 2017, our business made an appearance on an episode of ABC's Shark Tank. And let me tell you, it was a surreal deluxe. Let me tell you. What? It was a surreal deluxe. What does that oh, mean? That is just bad grammar. Of course, this appearance marks a real highlight for the business of Journey. What? 
<laughs> this is so crazy. We, we always find shit like this. Like this is something that no one expected anyone to read. Like they they were like, "Can you put up a page about the Shark Tank appearance?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And they just mashed on the keyboard until there was something on the page. And they're like I don't know, the Craig boys won't notice. Yeah, but we like, do. <laughs> Uh, we thought it would be a great idea to share some thoughts with you on our recent Shark Tale Shark Tank <laughs> experience. <laughs> Do the Shark Tale experience? That'd be like the 4D ride at Universal. They, spray you, with, they spray you with uh, Will Smith smell. The 4D is the licky. Yeah, so licky tabby. Watching Robert and Lori hold our dearest chestnut, one of our kitties, was one of the most amazing parts of the experience. Was it that our cat was famous? Was it that something so domestic about life, normally watching your cat walk around your home, was now made public? These people are weird. But, I mean, I expect nothing less from people who want to, like, lick their cats. Also, there's a picture of the, um, one of the sellers of this product is wearing cat ears in a promotional oh. thing. Oh, it's his persona. So, and, oh, I see cat ears in another one. And, actually, there's a lot of cat ears in the second one. I see at least five. Yeah, that's kind of, I think the furries are into this. <laughs> Licking each other. Yeah. Oh, this would be great for uh, cons. <laughs> you you throw a little bit of, of schmear on that uh, thing, and you're you're good. Yeah. You get the schmear on the. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could like you could augment it with like cool flavors. <laughs> you put peanut butter on it, so instead of licking, you just like add. Oh yeah, peanut or you can put peanut butter on your cat and lick it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I will not be investing in this product. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm. Whatever the question is, the answer is no. If Mister no. did Mister Wonderful support it, no, he didn't. So I'm gonna give this one a pass. Yep, myth busted. <laughs> Cats licked. <laughs> All right, so we got another segment for you. It's called Release the Presses. Here it comes. Here they come. Yes, the press this week. We will be talking about Brexit. <laughs> this is BBC. British Crumpet Community. <laughs> That's right. I'm here with the trumpets today talking about the economy of Britain. <laughs> we're, we're here with the, uh, the Peanuts Adults Choir from the Christmas Special. Bouquet Residence. Okay, that's enough. That's right, yeah, the residents of the town are gathered. They're here listening. They are. There and we go. Wasn't that, wasn't that wonderful? <laughs> yeah. That was performed by the uh, the King's Academy in 2017. Beautiful. And I did want to read a review from Progressive Viewer. He wrote, those 21 trumpets were savages. <laughs> <laughs> so, big thank you. Anyway, on Release the Presses this week, I'm just going to read the headline <laughs> because this product is so crazy. Like I don't even know why this is a press release. <laughs> Booker D, surf dog, please bring us some holiday cheer. <laughs> Radio host Jimmy Mack on the Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Channel tells co-host Claire Marie that some old dogs just need a drink named after them. <laughs> what? So this is out of Wildwood, New Jersey, uh, dated December 23rd, so today, the day of this recording. This is happening. Uh, Jimmy Mack told Claire Marie, while thousands of listeners leaned on every word... For Booker, I'm thinking somewhere between a Mississippi mud and a boozy milkshake, Claire Marie responded. If it's really Booker D. Surf Dog drink, it should be a kid-friendly as well as an adult beverage, maybe along the lines of a spicy root beer float or colada. Ooh. Well, it looks like we won't know until this summer. 
Booker D. Surf Dog's Endless Barbecue Tour continues on June 6th and 7th, 2020 at America's reliable and finest purveyor of family entertainment, Maury Piers. Endless Barbecue Tour. It never ends. <laughs> Actually, it was, the restaurant was Maury's Piers. Do you think okay. you can just like fabricate hot dogs out of thin air? Oh, this is like a this is like a New Jersey, uh, like Jersey Shore, like uh, what do they call it? Boardwalk thing. Oh, the board dogs with Surf Dog. Yeah, Maury's Piers Amusement and Water Parks just celebrated 50 years in Wildwood, New Jersey, offering classic Americana beach and surf style. You know, surf style food, like <laughs> dipped in the ocean, like, <laughs> extra salty <laughs> seaweed. Yeah, uh, like catching a fish with a hot dog and then cooking them both. Somebody's <laughs> getting that crunchy sea glass. Somebody's sandals. <laughs> uh, hot dogs, briskets, beverages on America's boardwalk with dogs in the surf. Yeah, so that is like I'm gonna assume saltwater dipped hot dogs. California is America's boardwalk. Yeah, I would rather go to any California boardwalk than like New Jersey boardwalk. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. And dogs in the surf. What could be missing from the oceanfront diner? Pig dog. Pig, pig <laughs> dog. It just says, "What could be missing from the oceanfront diner? Pig dog." <laughs> it's its own sentence. Pig dog. <laughs> That's perfect because I didn't know I was missing it until now. It won't be the amazing dock dogs. What does that mean? Dude, is that just like a piece of wood and bread? Pig oh my dogs. god, this is okay, this is about to hit another layer of crazy. Dock dogs will be having its national wildcard event ready for the sports top competitors. Dogs will be high flying. So do you guys know what dock dogs is? No. I had a gym teacher in middle school who was part of the dock dogs or like the organization. Wait, it's not something you eat? No, it's a long jump for dogs into water. So, like, you throw a frisbee off a pier, and, like, whichever dog jumps the furthest wins. <laughs> so, Doc Dogs is having a national wild card event. <laughs> the invitational scum. I think that's what Booker D. Surf Dog is. <laughs> Wait, it's like Kermit D. Frog. Booker D. Surf <laughs> Dogs will be high-flying. Booker D. Surf Dog will be marching to the sea. What else would a senior surf dog be doing? And Pig Dog. <laughs> they say Pig Dog. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it was just like a pig when he gets to contribute. <laughs> Who's the best Pig Dog? <laughs> We've been talking about feral hogs for so long. Now there's feral dogs. <laughs> feral Pig, pig Dogs. dogs. Uh, one of Wildwood's many pet-friendly establishments. Wait, is Pig Dog the name of a restaurant? I think Pig Dog's a restaurant. <laughs> but, but, but they have to be mentioned, like, just in vague whispers. So they're not all Beef Franks, which is not kosher. So I'm not going to okay this. Yeah. But, um... Especially on these ho- in this holiday season. So they will be just opening for the summer. I don't know why. Like, is this a re... I don't know. Is holiday it, I don't know cheer. if this is an existing restaurant. I don't know if this is just some bullshit... Um, Pops Steinberg finally relaxes and smiles. It's all going on in Wildwood. Booker D. Surf Dog was able to raise $10,000 for Sierra Delta this year. We are hoping to be able to do twice that next year and have tons of funds at Maury's. Tons of funds. is Actually, that's not like a mispronunciation for me. Uh, tons of funds. It looks like Bob Dylan was right again when he sang slash spoke 
you can pay your bills and cure all your ills if the dogs run free. The dogs will definitely be running free June 6th and 7th at Pig Dog. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like an name of an event or something. This this is like my new pilgrimage. Like, I need to go to Pig Dog. The pilgrimage. Maybe we should do a podcast live from Booker D. Surf <laughs> live Dog. from Booker D. Surf Dog. Okay, I'm at the Booker D. Surf Dog website. Dude, this is a website made for one dog. <laughs> no, he it has him marked as the CEO. It says it's a picture of him on a surfboard and it oh says my. Booker D Surf Dog CEO. Oh my. Wow, it, man, he's got a whole like setup in there. So just to tie it all back and it's in this like ridiculousness. Uh it starts off with um them trying to make a new drink named after Booker D Surf Dog. It's a radio broadcast where they're riffing and they say that they want to make a drink. And something about truckers. Yeah, it's on a trucker radio station. Like, this is so surreal. I feel like I'm living in, like, some sort of, like, hyperspace. This is very Lynchian. This is... <laughs> it is Lynchian. It's, like, totally mundane. Like, it's all these mundane things. Like, it's a boardwalk, and it's a restaurant, and it's a dog, and it's a stupid milkshake, and this, it's a radio... This is very... There's a pig. <laughs> this is very Pizzagate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there at Comet Pig Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, don't go to pig dog. I've got the tunnels. The tunnels full of pig dogs. <laughs> Keep your kids away from the pig dogs. Pig dog chimera hybrids. <laughs> Man bear pig dog. <laughs> well, that's all I have to say about that. So I guess we're on our final segment, uh, New Perspectives. Or the viewer mail opens up to reveal to us the boundless knowledge of the human mind. And I know what you might be saying. Viewer mail, like this is listener mail, and I say I hear you, but that's the way I wrote it, so that's the way I'm going to read it. So I but, mean, but we get to view the mail. You, you, you people, you peasants, you hear us, but the real fans, they see us. Yeah, they um, can picture what I look like. Yeah. So, um, I got one. Um, you know, this is like a very quick one right here. It's a follow up to um the thirty to fifty feral hogs or the however many hogs were on like on all the cocaine the hog line and yeah the hog line. Uh, who is this sent in by? Um. Oh yeah. This is this is from my mom. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mrs. Uh, I'm not gonna say your last name <laughs> for, for fear of uh of, retribution uh, for retaliation. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So she sent me this. She found that story amusing and um. This is from the the Florida Man series. Uh, drugs down the toilet could cause meth gators, cops warn. Um, so yeah, we got meth gators because they put the drugs down the toilet. Yeah, you know, like the, the experts on chemistry, cops. Yeah. <laughs> the experts on meth gators. Well, yeah. Um, Actually, I don't know. Maybe the cops do have specific meth gator experience that I don't have. Yeah, they, they held up a diagram where it was like a picture of meth and then a picture of gator and then like... A meth gator. And then there was like a screen transition where like it slowly like wiped across. <laughs> like I think I'm beginning to understand what we're up against. <laughs> um, so we have yet to encounter any meth gators here in Florida, but you never know. So this okay, is yeah. So this is all here. Say, I tell you that this is from this is from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. So um, this is a little bit of folklore, I guess. You know, they're they're talking about the prospect of meth gators. But it looks up looks like drugged up gators could pose a problem in Tennessee. What investigators ad oh, cursed ad popped up. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, what investigators found during a drug bust prompted officials 
to issue a tongue-in-cheek warning to residents. Don't flush your drugs down the toilets, because you may create a meth gator. Um, so this is apparently some sort of, like, ritual that the Florida people are doing. They're trying to, uh, flush all the drugs down the toilet to create some sort of meth gator. Uh, just create some sort of sinkhole and your fucking state can just fall into it. Yeah. Like that. How does that sound in Florida? <laughs> do you guys remember that, the, do you remember that old, like, drug campaign from, like, North Dakota or something where this, like, meth, we're on it. Have you not, have you not seen that? Yeah, I, I totally saw that. It's, like, the, it's just a picture of, like, alligators and it's, like, meth, we're on it. If you live in a state where people are just like casually doing meth, like maybe you should move. If you have yeah. all, if you have the means to, you should probably get out of there. And if you're in a state where the alligators are doing meth, you should definitely move. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, Corpus Christi, <laughs> Texas. If you... Corpus Christi is not a state, I will say. I want to correct the record. Yeah, um... it's a state of mind. Yeah, the Corpus Christi <laughs> state, state of, of mind. mind. <laughs> My favorite Jay Z song. <laughs> where else are there alligators? Louisiana. Yeah, Egypt. <laughs> Those are crocodiles, my friend. Uh, what's the difference? Meth croc. If you saw a meth crocodile, you'd be like, "Well, it's not a meth gator." <laughs> hey, gang! There's a meth crocodile hiding in this warehouse. <laughs> there's also a meth gator. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we need to um invest in this. <laughs> invest in meth. No, we, I'm, we need to invest in the meth gator. We need to go to Florida oh, and flush some meth down like the toilet. Like adopt a meth gator? <laughs> yeah. That'd Buy him fun. some warm clothes in the winter. I've always wanted to adopt a highway or a, a gator hooked on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been uh, Ian. You can follow me on Twitter at Hammock. You can catch me on the Twitterverse at... A uh, badminton voice with a Z. Yeah, you remembered. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can find me in the warehouse of tweeting birds with uh, at the goose bims like goose and then bims like B I M S. Yeah. And uh, Fred sadly couldn't be here today, uh, scheduling conflict. So yeah, he was out uh, uh, delivering presents. Yeah. Yeah, he he's... got stuck in a chimney somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he had all his reindeer geared up, and he called me, and he said he needed help out of the chimney, but. I don't know anything about chimneys, so I can't really do anything. We got a grease man to help him out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big thanks to Bulldata for the use of our intro and outro, Roadhouse Ruse. Thanks to uh, Big Man Tyrone for uh, also giving us a little bit of voiceover work. I don't know if you guys have mm. heard the new intro, but uh, that was great. I did a little commission from him. So uh, support him, definitely. If you need any voiceover work, he's great. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Get, you do get have to pay man. extra for the evil laugh, though. Oh, yeah, that was great. But, um, yeah, uh, we're a production of magnamorphous.org. Check us out. Uh, little textiles and little uh, other audio projects, maybe. We'll see what's going on. So uh, thank you for listening to Current Fresh, and we'll be a new episode next week. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holiday, if you, if you wish. Get the pentagram.